0: Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, where we break down exactly how smart business owners and corporate leaders leverage the powerful advantage of being a published book author. I'm your host, Mike Capuzzi, and you're in the right place if you want profitable nonfiction book writing tips. Can resilience be forged in the face of life's most daunting challenges? Lara Renner, a former neonatal intensive care unit nurse, stands as a testament to this. Her journey, marked by a traumatic brain injury and complex post-traumatic stress disorder, transformed her into a beacon of hope and healing. No, I'm not fine, thank you, is not just Lara's book. It's a raw, unfiltered odyssey through her struggles and triumphs. In these pages, Laura doesn't just share her story. She lays out a roadmap for anyone seeking to heal their mind and body from the scars of trauma. Her writing, once a childhood passion and now a therapeutic outlet, serves as a guiding light for others. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. Yeah, I was looking forward to this. And as I was getting to know you and your amazing background of what you've done, I shared the story that you know my wife and I, with our first daughter, our daughter, she had to go into the neonative intensive care unit for a couple of days. So, you know, what you've done in the past, and I know what you're, you're getting back into is just a, it's just so powerful and it affects in a positive way so many people. So thank you for that, that all that you do.
1: Thank you so much. You know, I love the NICU, the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit has been, you know, my home for about a decade. And unfortunately it's something that can be incredibly traumatizing to parents, to staff, to everybody, but also thankfully, you know, there's so many good outcomes and so much good that comes from it that it really just makes it such a worthwhile thing to be a part of.
0: Yeah. I mean, we did not, ex- well, I guess most people don't expect to find themselves in that situation. We surely did not. So it was literally like six o'clock in the morning, everything's normal by nine o'clock, you know, this is happening. And, uh, You know, the nurses there were just amazing. So, well, listen, I just barely touched on your background, Laura. Um, If you don't mind, describe uh, what you've done in the past, you know, and where you are today.
1: Absolutely. So um, I became a neonatal intensive care unit nurse in 2013 and worked up to a charge nurse. So I was on night shift, uh, basically responsible for running the unit. And I worked in a very intense Uh, acutely sick NICU, you know, in Colorado where, you know, we have altitude, we have all these other different factors. And it was something that, you know, I of course loved, like I said, but also it was an almost daily, you know, trauma exposure. It was seeing, you know, things happen to these babies, seeing these really distraught families. It was incredibly intense and it just became very normalized to me. It was just, it was a part of my, you know, daily routine in a lot of respects. So I was able to just kind of suppress that trauma and not really recognize it. And um, basically, over the course of my neonatal intensive care unit career, I had some health issues. um, Most recently being I had a traumatic brain injury in December 2021. And that completely, you know, rocked my world in every way possible. And I almost died and I lost a lot of my cognitive abilities. I was suffering physically. I had basically... Minimal hope that I would even be able to return to normal life, especially even, you know, working in the NICU. And through that process, that's how I discovered trauma healing and everything that I was reading about, because I was struggling so much with hopelessness and negative mindset, and I'm never going to get better and things are just going to continue to get worse. And through that process... I recognized, wow, you know, not only, you know, through my career and through this traumatic brain injury, have I experienced a lot of trauma, but I had actually experienced a ton of trauma throughout my life that I was able to, you know, almost mask through my career, through a lot of different things in my life. And, you know, that led me down the path of trauma healing and ultimately to writing my book. So literally just two years ago, you had
0: this major life event. You're obviously rebounding and 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 I'm assuming doing well you wrote the book you're you're going back into into nursing right um, so you know congratulations on that journey so let's let's talk about your book was it something i mean was the main reason that you decided to publish it for your own therapy or were you just seeing you wanted to help others like what was the catalyst for cuz it's not it's, it's it's as you know a
1: big undertaking Absolutely. You know, at first it's actually interesting because I've had a lot of weird things happen with my health and with my life, um, especially in my adulthood. And I love telling stories and I love talking about it. And so I had many, you know, friends and people in my life say, you should write a book. You should write a book. I was always like, ah, yeah, of course, never going to happen until, you know, with my traumatic brain injury, I started writing therapeutically because at the time I, you know, I was about a month out from my surgery I was facing potentially the need for another brain surgery. I developed, so basically what happened with my initial brain surgery is I fell, it was an innocent fall, I was playing with a friend's kid. I fell backwards on this like stone marble structure and ended up with massive brain bleeds that were pushing my brain down and compressing it and would have killed me if I hadn't had surgery when I did. And so after that process, while I was healing, I was still, even though I thought I was, you know, resting and taking care of myself, I was still overdoing it because I was always in this place of survival mode and just constantly overachieving and overdoing and overexerting. So I thought I was resting and I ended up developing a new brain bleed and I was facing another surgery. So I had to hard stop everything. I couldn't, you know, couldn't utilize screens. I couldn't even, you know, do daily activities around the house, couldn't walk, couldn't do anything. And I was just like, what do I do? What do I do? And I started journaling and I just started writing a lot. And initially I was writing also kind of as a means to. Test my short-term memory since that was something I was struggling with. But then I just, you know, just started just spilling out all of just how I was feeling and what had happened to me. And then I went even further about, you know, things that had happened to me in the years prior in my childhood, you know, things that I had never really faced before. And I just, and then I just, once I was able to, I started typing and started typing. And I realized, you know, about eight months out after my brain surgery. I want to turn this into a book. I really want to use my story as a way to help other people because this is something that really needs a voice and it really needs more awareness because a lot of people are living like how I was where, you know, again, you know, experienced a lot of trauma, maybe don't recognize it, maybe don't identify with it, but are still able to function and, you know, live, you know, an an okay life, but really hiding a lot of their struggles and pain. And so it was really important to me to share my story to show that, you know just because you've experienced trauma it doesn't mean anything about you but also you are capable of healing we're all capable of healing and moving past that and you know bettering our lives and ourselves
0: now that it's been out for a little while is it is there you know a particular reader or type of person that you find that it really resonates with or is it for anybody that's experienced trauma
1: so i think it's really the people that have you know reached out to me the most um you know people i know and even you know strangers who've you know reached out to me on social media and things like that it's a lot of people who didn't really know that they had experienced trauma they knew that they had anxiety they had depression they you know had some mental health struggles or physical health struggles or just weren't happy and were masking it in other ways and just kind of pretending like it wasn't an issue and so i had a lot of i've had a lot of people reach out to me to say you know wow a lot of the things that I write about in my book, such as, you know, my almost self-hatred, my lack of self-worth, my just almost disgust with myself in a lot of ways. I just hated myself. And I never talked about that to people, but I thought it, which, you know, was even worse. And a lot of people really resonated with those thoughts and not just those specifically, but just I I really just lay it all out there. I wanted to be as honest as possible as a way to, you know, connect and be relatable and help people and so I've had a lot of people say, you know, wow, the things that you've talked about are things that I I think and I've struggled with, but I've never thought about as bad or thought about as I need to do or, or want to do something about. And it's inspired people that I know and some that I haven't even to pursue different therapies and pursue different tools to help heal and make their lives, you know, better in, in a lot of ways.
0: So just to kind of take a little bit of a lift I have turn here because I'm, so, I'm in, so interested in this, and, and given the time of year, and I've you know from always heard that this time of year with the holidays, with the, or, you, know, you and I are recording this, is it's a time of year a lot of people there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of anxiety, you know, a lot of things. If someone's listening to this, Laura, and obviously we we, we want them to check out your book and, and grab a copy and read it, but is there one sort of overall whether it's a tip or an idea that you can just share today? to give that person who might be listening to this right now, some hope or guidance, what would it be?
1: Such a great question. Cause you know, for me, I've always struggled with the holidays and pretended that it was okay. And I would lean on, you know, alcohol and, you know, socializing and doing things to distract and escape as a means of coping. And the thing that I've really learned is to accept my emotions as they come up. Because for me, I always learned what I always thought about myself was emotions are bad. Crying is bad. You're a bad person. If things come up, push them down, pretend they don't exist and never expose them. And I've learned that that's not the case at all. You know, emotions are not weakness by any means. And by, especially by suppressing them, it just keeps them there. They don't go away. You're not releasing them. So they just build and build and build, and we'll find a way to outlet in other, in other ways. And so taking that time. And this is something that I've especially learned to do in the last two years often. And especially, you know, last holiday season, I found myself having to do this a lot was take a lot of breaks to, you know, regulate my nervous system, to, you know, meditate, to do some deep breathing, to cry. Sometimes I'll scream in my car. Sometimes, you know, you just need to have some type of outlet. And especially for someone who's experienced trauma, have PTSD, complex PTSD, you may struggle with identifying and expressing emotions that was absolutely me and so oftentimes i don't know why and i'll you know say to the people in my life I don't know why I feel this way. I'm not sure where it's coming from, but I feel this way. I feel sad. I feel angry. I feel irritated and I need to do, you know, something, whatever it is. I need to go for a walk or I need to go scream in my car or I need to just blast some heavy rap or whatever it is to, you know, get this out. But it's really important to learn or to be able to accept that because it is reality. We're all humans. We all experience emotions and that's nothing to be ashamed of. And so taking that time for yourself to release, express, and just be able to move forward is so huge to do.
0: So I'd like to shift now to a little bit, a little bit more uh, focus on your book and your author journey. Um, so you, you self-published the book, and it, it just came out this past summer, correct? Yes. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. What that looked like, because you know, we're, the purpose of this podcast is to help others do what you've done. Right? Maybe write that first book, or you know, finish that book they started but never finished. From the time you got the idea that, you know, you wanted to write a book to the time it was published this summer,
1: what kind of time frame was that, Laura? So I started writing in June, end of June of 2022. And I actually published in June of 2023. So it was pretty streamlined timeline. Um, For me, I, you know, the internet... The internet can be, I have a lot of love hate towards the internet, but the internet was very um, negative towards the concept of traditional publishing for someone with no writing experience, no, no background in writing and no, you know, social media presence, fame, anything like that. So I just thought self-publishing is my only option, which was fine. I ended up, I mean, it was so overwhelming at first. I had no idea what I was doing outside of just, you know, writing. I enjoyed writing, but the process of publishing and all that absolutely terrified me. So I found a um, self-publishing kind of coaching platform that helped kind of walk me through the process, gave me a lot of resources and stuff. And through that process, you know, they helped me a ton, but also I ended up actually doing a lot of the things on my own. I had, and that's a great thing about self-publishing is I was able to completely utilize my unique vision. I had a very specific, you know, title idea, Mm -hmm. very specific cover design. I, you know, I curse. I, my book is very conversational how I speak. So it's not, there's a lot of sarcasm, there's dark humor, there's things like that. And I wanted it to be just wholeheartedly me. And so by self-publishing, I was able to completely individualize it and make it unique to me, which was huge, which I loved. And So throughout that process, I was able to really kind of be at the helm of control and not control in in a bad way, but just being able to utilize, you know, my vision for the book and fully express that and have more control over my timeline. So like I said, you know, I started writing and published within a year. Is that kind of crazy? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I say I was able to do this because at this time, I'd left nursing and I was focusing on healing. So I was basically making my full-time job was healing and also my full-time job was writing. So I was just writing, writing, writing. I was in that process fully for about eight months. And so that, you know, definitely accelerated my process for sure. But I don't have any regrets with self-publishing. I love that I've been able to have a lot of that creative control and be able to kind of expedite that timeline. Because I know with traditional publishing, it can take a lot longer and so for me, it's been a really great experience. It's been a huge learning curve, which has been, you know, terrifying at points, of course, but also really satisfying and has really allowed me to see a lot of growth in areas that I never would have pushed myself in areas that I never would have seen had I not gone this route. And so I'm really grateful for that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and you shared a lot of very insightful wisdom because you're right, self-publishing I, I would say 90% of the guests that we've had on this podcast are self-published. Some of them are self-published for the first book, and then if someone, you know, uh, an agent or a publisher, a traditional publisher, finds them and uh, then you know, gives them a deal for you know, a next book. But it does offer a lot of flexibility. Speed is, is a critical thing. And then that autonomy, like you're saying, that control. I'm like you. Yeah, I'm a sort of a control freak. So if I come up with a good title – I want to use that title. I have a friend who just published, you know, I don't know, his third or fourth traditionally published book. And he was lamenting to me how they kept changing his title on him. But uh, and he really fought hard for this last book to make it what he wanted. But anyway, so, yeah, it's 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 definitely a path that gives you that speed and autonomy. And uh, you know, for most people, and, you know, it's like you said, it's, there's so many resources out there for the person who's looking um, it's not the big daunting task it used to be 10, 15 years ago. But I, I, now in your case, what's so neat is you've turned this into, I don't want to necessarily call it a business, but you've got your podcast, right? hmm and, and are you also helping others? Like, was it coaching
1: So really right now, so I have my book, I have my podcast, it's called the Healing No Filter Podcast, where I, you know, share a lot of things from my book and a lot more things that I've learned about, you know, neuroscience, mindset, trauma healing, uh, body, mind, or mind and body healing, nervous system regulation, all that stuff that I absolutely love. I'm a big nerd. I love teaching. I love science. So I love sharing that in that way. Um, I've also done some speaking events about trauma And I'm using my social media as a way to, through TikTok and Instagram, to share my story and also all the things that I've learned. And really just my whole approach with all of it is just making it real, making it relatable, making it no nonsense, just exposing, you know, my vulnerability, the things I struggle with, how imperfect I am, because, you know, if it's something that doesn't relate to people, it doesn't matter. And I don't mean that, you know, to totally just minimize everything, but I say that because, If it's not relating to people, they're not going to take action. They're not going to want to follow you. They're not going to want to read your book. They're not going to want to change or grow or heal or whatever if they don't find you relatable. And so my whole like key platform is relatability. I want to show, Hey, I'm a human. I screw up. I like I've done all these things that are great. I've also done all these things that aren't, I am very vulnerable. I'm very raw and unfiltered. And, um, I think it's important to show, you know, the things that have worked for me and the things that have allowed me to grow and heal and the things that didn't. And that's not to say, Oh, you know, these tools or therapies or modalities or whatever aren't valid or aren't good. It's really to just show that, Everything in life, but especially trauma healing is such an individualized process. And so I think it's so important to have, you know, the tools and resources to have awareness to different types of uh, therapies, tools, whatever, so that you can say, huh, you know, that sounds like something that would work for me. That sounds like something that, you know, that's free or that fits my budget or, you know, wow, that sounds like something that's right for me right now. I think that's so important to individualize. So For me, it's really just kind of getting as much of my story out there in as many ways as possible to utilize that as a platform to help. You know, I think that's part of my nursing, you know, DNA where it's just, you know, I want to help and I want to use myself and my story to help people in that way.
0: So it might be a little too soon to ask you this, but do you see another book in the future? Like now that you've gone through it and and see and learn, do you see something else in the future?
1: you know, for the longest time, especially when I was pretty fresh after publishing. And again, not that it was a bad experience. It was just so encompassing of my life. I thought, no way, I'm done. I'll never do this again. But especially recently, I've definitely felt more inspired too. Um, I've realized that I love writing and that I love talking, I love storytelling, but I found that I am able to get my thoughts and my points across so much more clearly in the way that I want to through writing. And so absolutely, I think that's in the future. There's nothing currently in the works, but I've had some ideas floating around that um, I definitely think will lead to some inspiration for another book in the future. For sure.
0: The more people you interact with, the more people you help, the more people that start seeking you out, my guess is you probably have couple More books in, in, in there, so uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. And I have
0: gotta say, congratulations on your book on Amazon because, again, this is no small feat. I mean, as of today, which is only a few months from publishing it, you have a lot of great reviews and a, a nice number. Like, that's no small feat. Did you do something special there? If you don't mind sharing, is there a, a, oh, yeah. a tip or something you can share about how you did that?
1: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, um, really, you know, one of the big things I did initially was. I reached out to everyone, which, you know, initially felt uncomfortable, especially because it's like, Hey, I'm sharing the deep inner workings of my mind and my trauma healing process. Hello, friends and family. Will you please read and support my book? Like that definitely felt a little challenging at first, but really I just, you know, I knew that people want, people who love me, people who support me, they want to know my story, but also they will help me get it out there. And so I've utilized, you know, family and friends who've been incredibly supportive, but also one of the big things that I've done is just talking to everyone about my book. I have talked to people in restaurants. I have talked to, you know, I live in Colorado. There's a lot of hot springs. I've talked to people in hot springs, talked to people. I just went to Italy and I met these women at this vineyard and I just talked to them. And in all these instances, people have bought the book on my book on the spot because they hear my story, they hear my passion and they're like, wow, that sounds great. And so I've had so many sales from people who, I've just randomly met who felt inspired and you know I've had you know a fair amount of reviews from people that I know but actually a lot from people that I don't know which has been great and so uh I think just you know it's interesting with reviews I'm someone who I've always relied on reviews for going to restaurants for you know where I get a massage at for what gym I go to things like that but I was never a reviewer and through my book writing process I realized you know people rely on reviews for their business for their livelihood and I've definitely made that known to the people in my life how important it is to get my book out there to uh get more into the Amazon algorithm to get my book in bookstores to just help spread it out as and cast as big of a net as I can. And so my key was I didn't want to put pressure on people. I especially like the people in my life. It was important for me to let them know it's important but I'm not going to be all over them about it. And there were a plenty of people who in my life who didn't write reviews, but a lot of people who did, and and then just a lot of strangers. I, it's been really great to see reviews from people I don't know that are positive about how much it impacted them. It's just such a cool thing that there's really nothing else like it that I've experienced.
0: And you're going to see more and more of that. You're going to see you know, more and more of people reaching out to you, and uh, it's something I always share and as sort of a word of encouragement as we ready to wrap up here. Is had you never written this book the impact that it has made, you know, your book has made already with others would never have happened, right? And I always, that's why I try to get people, don't focus on all that, you know, you're busy, you don't have the time, you know, are you a good enough writer? All those things, the head trash that a lot of people have. If there isn't, you know, an important story to share, others need it. And you're seeing that because they're, you know, they're leaving those reviews and reaching out to you. So it's always a an important thing to keep in mind. So, Laura, Before we go, I'd love to hear, because it's so fresh um, and it was such a condensed timeline about the impact of being a book author now and what it's meant to you, what it's meant to your healing and, you know, or for what it's meant to others. Like, I'd love just for you to share that impact.
1: You know, it's been the single most, you know, instrumental experience that has completely shifted my life in a 180 fashion for the better. I was someone who, you know, I hid all of these things. I would never expose, you know, my anxiety, my sadness, my deep inner workings to people. Absolutely not. I thought vulnerability was weakness. I thought showing emotions was weakness. I just buried it all deep. And so, you know, through sharing these really, really vulnerable, you know, thoughts and feelings and things, experiences that happened to me you know, it was, it was, it was terrifying at first. It was absolutely terrifying, you know, sharing this with my family, sharing this with strangers, sharing this with people I know, but it has been the single best thing I've done because like, you know, like we've said, like we've talked about, it's, it has impacted people in my life. It has impacted strangers and it has just made it something that has been so powerful for other people that has been instrumental in their healing, not just mine. It's been something that has inspired other people to kind of Go down this journey of healing themselves, or even just uh get to the place of recognizing that wow, maybe I do have something that's that needs to be healed, or I do need to kind of look under the hood and face my mental health struggles a little more. And so that's been just so amazing. I'm so grateful for that. And if sharing, you know, deep personal things about myself that m- some people can think is you know, in a negative light, if that helps other people, it is a hundred percent worth it. And I'm so grateful to have done this. It was, like I said, you know, terrifying at points, but completely worth it. And so I think this, you know, especially when we talk about our struggles, especially when we talk about trauma, we need to give a voice and give awareness to that, because if we don't, we just continue to suppress it. And we just continue to, you know, let it ruminate and let it impact us in ways that we ne- don't necessarily realize. And so by giving a voice to it and talking about it, it makes it so we can all heal more and we can all be more comfortable and we can all, you know live happier, more successful lives where we're not just burdened with our deep inner struggles that we're afraid to share. Laura, where's the best
0: place uh, our listeners can get a copy of your book and where's the best place they can learn more about you?
1: So um, my book is available on Amazon. Um, I also have a link to that on my website. So my website's really kind of the catch-all for all things me. So my website is laurarenner.me, M-E. And on my website, you can find a copy of my book, a little bit more information about me. You can also um, have some information and links to my podcasts, links to all the other podcasts I've been on, some of the speaking events and things like that that I've done. I also have a free beginner's guide to trauma healing. And so this is really just kind of my ultimate roadmap resource guide where it gives a lot of free resources, a lot of just information about kind of where to get started and just um, seeing what resonates with you and kind of how to get your foot in the door when it comes to trauma healing. Um, I'm also on Instagram and TikTok. My handle is laura underscore Ren, R E N N. And so on there, you know, I have personal stuff about me, but I also do a lot of sharing about my book and about trauma healing, mindset shifting, neuroscience, all the things that I love to talk about. So you can connect with me on all those places. Very good.
0: Well, Laura, listen, congratulations on recovery and the healing, uh,
1: and on the new book.
0: Uh, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, that wraps up another episode of the Author Factor podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on Apple iTunes. Subscribe, tell a friend, and go grab the notes and extras at theauthorfactor.com. And to learn more about my unique short book publishing services, please check out bitesizebooks.com. See you next time.